Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So a lot of activity in uh, the White House with um, the White House Chief of Staff, Reince Priebus, being fired by President Trump and a new uh, head of uh, communications, uh, Anthony Scaramucci, coming in and letting go with an excellent loaded tirade to a reporter he called. He said he thought it was off the record. And uh, we have some Republicans openly challenging the president and the uh, Lindsey Graham saying they'll be held to pay if Donald Trump fires the Attorney General Jeff Sessions. So the question is, is there rebellion in the GOP ranks and what's actually happening? Uh, our good friend Fran Coombs is the managing editor of RasmussenReports.com. You can sign on to Rasmussen. You can get your daily uh, um, or, or several times a week. You can get your information on what Americans are thinking as far as their political reality is concerned. And Fran is also former editor at the Washington Times. So, Fran, I uh, I was looking for a title, something catchy to, to headline what we're talking about, and I, I came up with chaos at the White House, question mark. So is there some chaos at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, or is it more the reporting that's chaotic? You know, Roy, you know, I wish I had a solid answer on that. I mean, I don't, I don't I think there's no question that President Trump is elevating loyalists, uh, that he, I think, initially the, the previous nomination, uh, previous appointment, I think, says it all. He initially, I think, has tried to play ball with the Republican establishment. Uh, now, when he sees what a pathetic job the Senate Republicans are doing on this Obamacare repeal, uh, I think he is. He's. I think that he, the president, is starting to get really fed up with the the congressional leadership of his own party uh, and the establishment of his own party and. He wants to get things done, and so I think he's surrounding himself now with people who he thinks are mission-oriented, if you will. So this would be the uh, the new White House chief of staff, uh, General Kelly, and uh, Mr. Scaramucci. Absolutely, and they both they both have that kind of reputation. Kelly, what does Kelly say? You know, the focus is on the mission, accomplishing the mission. That's what I've always tried to do throughout my career. Scaramucci's reputation. Uh, on Wall Street is a guy who, very tough, is focused on accomplishment, getting things done. We know that that's the way Trump is. Uh, I'm sure Trump is very frustrated with the slow pace in Washington, uh, with the way the legislative process works. He's used to having things say, you know, let's build this thing, let's do it, and getting it done. What was the rationale for firing Reince Priebus? Uh, Scaramucci was clearly intimating that he, at least publicly, was suggesting that Priebus was a leaker. Yeah, again, you know, we, we perhaps we'll never know whether he was a leaker or not, but certainly Priebus, to his credit, he was he was very loyal to the party and loyal to Trump when Trump became the nominee. And as I said earlier, I think Trump wanted to try to play by the rules, if you will, uh, within the Republican Party, and so that's why he brought Priebus on board to kind of reach out to the Republican establishment and not just have a you know a total uh, bunch of flamethrowers in his administration. But 
he's I think he's seeing that that's not working. And so whether Priebus is a leaker or not, Priebus is really having has done a very poor job of kind of keeping things together there at the White House. Let's listen to a few words from President Trump. Reince is a good man. John Kelly will do a fantastic job. General Kelly has been a star, done an incredible job thus far, respected by everybody. A great, great American. Reince Priebus, a good man. So a great, great American, General Kelly, and Reince Priebus, a good man. The message is very clear. Uh, How much freedom to operate is General Kelly going to have, and how much would he, do you think, allow himself to be directed by the president? Well, again, again, we'll have to see. I mean, he, as I said earlier, he's mission-oriented. Right. Uh, he, he's worked in a structure before in the military where he's not always the number one guy. Um, I think he's he and Trump are very simpatico. Uh, that doesn't mean they won't have disagreements, but I think Kelly knows to keep those disagreements uh, behind the scenes, if you will, or in, uh, and not air them in the pages of the Washington Post. Um, so I would think that there would be less chaos there, but there are a lot of strong-willed people in that crowd, uh, and I hesitate to predict anything. Now, what's going on as far as this Russian investigation is concerned? It continues to bounce and roll along, and nothing really is accomplished. It, Lots of innuendo and no, and no results. Right. It's going Well, basically, at the end of the day, this thing these, these guys will produce a report which the Democrats will seize on and go, aha, see, that shows it. The Republicans will go, aha, see, there's nothing there. I doubt if anybody will suffer any kind of prosecution. There may be a little wrist slapping or something like that. Um, but first of all, I mean, what did, what did this thing all start about? It all started about basically the Russians basically influenced our election. Well, as you know, there hasn't been a scintilla of proof of that. Uh, people have said on the record that not one vote was shifted anywhere in the United States over this. Uh, the Democrats are mostly angry because they want to believe that the Republican government hacked the DN, the Democratic National Committee, and put all those damning emails out there. Uh, now, again, whether the Russian government did it or Russian agents did it or, I mean, I don't know that we will ever know. But the whole Russia, quote, scandal, end quote, is is a lot of innuendo and no proof. My feeling is the Democrats are going to keep this alive as long as they possibly can. Oh, absolutely. They have no agenda. They don't, they, they don't want a result. Right. Well, the National Democratic Party has no agenda. Look, they have a new chairman who's, be, who's best known for dropping four-letter words in public. Uh, their, their national fundraising is at historic lows while the Republicans are bringing in money hand over fist. Uh, we, the Democrats, with the media is pump, pumping up all the candidates in every one of these special elections or the Democrats lose every single special election. Uh, the idea right now, you know, the, G, the uh, GDP, the latest figure on the GDP in this country is 2.6%. If Trump keeps the growth rate at that level or better, the Democrats don't have a snowball's chance in you-know-where of taking back the House, and they have no chance at all of taking control of the Senate. So, Fran, the question that I was going to ask you then, based on what you're finding out of Rasmussen, is all of what's going on at the White House, uh, all of the headlines, is it starting to have, or not starting to have, but is it having an uh, an increasingly negative effect on Mr. Trump's uh, popularity or lack of popularity with Americans? We keep hearing that he's got the lowest approval ratings of any president. Yeah, well, he his, definitely his approval ratings are going down. 
But if you look at it, uh, we also did a survey, and we asked voters, tell us about the leadership, the congressional leaderships of your party. Okay? The Republican congressional leadership among Republican voters ranks far lower than Trump. Republican voters still say by far, by something like two-to-one margin, that they identify more with Trump than with the leaders of their party in Congress. Mm. And meanwhile, Democrats, their opinion of their congressional leaders is also going down, 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 too. So there's nobody in Washington. Yes, Trump's approval rating is definitely going down, but there is no one on the other side or in the Republican Party who is benefiting from that, who is, by contrast, going up. Everybody is going down together. It was interesting that Schumer said, uh, essentially, let's stop blaming the Russians. Let's stop blaming uh, whatever th- you can you can you can come up with. Let's take response. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, probably weekly. Uh, let's start looking where the responsibility for losing the election lies, and that essentially was the candidate. Right, and the, but the candidate, as we know, has a new book coming out in September in which she says, I take full responsibility for losing the election, but meanwhile, the reason I lost the election was Comey, the Russians, sexism, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so as long as Hillary Clinton keeps this, uh, as long as Hillary Clinton stays in the public eye, the Republicans have a big, I mean, the Democrats have a big problem. Yeah. I just see this as a book with an unlimited number of sequels. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, this this woman cannot get over herself. I mean, face it, she thought she was going to go down in American history as the first woman president. Twice. And instead, she's going to go down in history as a two-time loser. Yeah, she thought, she thought, about it, she thought that twice that she was going to be the first woman right. president. Right, and, and that's, that's not the legacy that she leaves, and she just, you know, it, it, that you know that that is just killing her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fran, thank you so much for the time. Always a pleasure, Roy. All the best. Fran Coombs from uh, RasmussenReports.com. You can, again, you can get your uh, your, your weekly uh, uh, fix of uh, numbers and information from Rasmussen. Just sign up for their newsletters online. We'll come back after this.